helper, Mr. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we talk about Dallas. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. I am Josh, live from South Fork Ranch. Not really. <laughs> and I'm Melanie, not live from South Fork Ranch. Because I suck, apparently. No qualms Yeah, well, there. We, we all suck. We all suck because it's Corona. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Are we drinking Corona? What are we drinking? Uh, yes, that we have to be drinking. Mm, I'm drinking faded flannel, hazy Hefeweizen ale. Mm. I'm drinking. Sounds my... like something grunge rockers would drink. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Uh, my regular Pinot Grigio and my and my new fancy glasses I got from Sam's. I got a set of four. Fun. I love them. It looks like the old one except cool. bigger. <laughs> I like them. Because I drink more wine. I like them a lot. <laughs> They're Sarah's. <size>. I like <laughs> them a lot. I like, I like, I like me some French fried taters. No, I like me some JRU and bourbon. Oh yeah, bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. Is that what you're drinking, Josh? That's all Sorry. I ever drink. Bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. We haven't all talked in two weeks, so as you can tell, we're from yeah. hiatus. We're all a little bit stir so what, crazy. What has everybody Yay. been doing? <laughs> Mary, I was in Michigan. Yeah, I was in Michigan on vacation at my cabin, and mm-hmm. um, I was swimming and painting my cabin. I saw that. Not at the same I saw time. that. That was a lot of work. Right? Not at the same time. It was a lot of work, but hard. it was nice. It yeah. does look pretty. Yeah. And your son went into a senior year of high school? Yeah, my son started his senior year yesterday I, from home because it's saw, online we, right now. We saw the online picture of the kindergarten and the, the same room. I should have done that. I should he, have done he, that. He should, he should have been wearing the same color T-shirt he and the a, same color sh- same he, color shorts. That would have been the shorts. He's wearing were the same color. color T-shirt. They're both, which I didn't notice actually until I posted them, and I was like, "Hey, so it's both like a dark blue T-shirt, but different color pants." So if if know. the pants had been the same, that really would have been freaky. It would have been. Yeah. It would have been weird. Well, I did not post the double pick. I forgot to do that. I did post his senior picture. But Anthony's a senior earth this year. He started last week and after going three days, realized he had two people in one class and eight in another. So he is online now at home. Yeah. Oh. But he's doing good. So I can't so far. All of his yeah. work is complete. But I can't hover over him. You know, I'm not here. I'm at work in here. Right. Right, right. And there are a lot of distractions at home, too. I was telling that to somebody today. Um, I always did better as an online yeah, student in college, though. I, w- I was distracted by the people on I campus. Think, I think he's like me. I think he's going to do better having his own independence. and Because mm-hmm. so far, he's already doing better than he did last year. Oh, wow. So, we'll see. I, I, I needed the routine of going out and being among people and getting out of the room. Fuck people. But, no. <laughs> I'm a social person, don't get me wrong. But I just I like being able right to do what context. I wanted to do. In the right context, yeah, but no, I, I, when you're trying to do schoolwork, I just but yeah. I needed to, ah. I, I needed to go to the class, see see the people in person, and then go back and do what I needed to do by myself. Yeah, I I couldn't stay in a room just sitting there online the whole time. My eyes would pop out of my head. And when did people start doing? kindergarten for you know, first day of school pictures they didn't do that when i was growing it's up it's been a few years where everybody uh, does it yeah now. they did my mom used to, my mom, 
I mean, I took pictures. Nobody did it when picture. I was growing up. I took pictures of the first day of school. Yeah, first day of school, getting on the bus. They just, and stuff. they just couldn't until I was like, they just couldn't post them. Eighteen years yeah. ago, we didn't really have Facebook, or we did, but it wasn't until, like, like it is now. Until yeah. I went to middle school, then it wasn't we, cool anymore. We had class pictures, but we never had first day of school. Oh, pictures. I still do my kids. Uh, my every nobody year. ever took any of me. I have mine from uh, kindergarten all the way through my senior too. year. Maybe I was the ugly child. They just didn't want pictures. (laughs) Good old film. Which Uh, is fun because I get to see all my great 80s outfits or not so great 80s outfits. And your (laughs) 80s hair. Oh, and my bangs, my mall bangs. I say my beautiful bangs. Half of us put back, half Mm -hmm. of us put under, and they were sprayed Uh, and they did not fucking move. Not move. Mm -hmm. Aquanet. I I should have stock and Aquanet, yes, or suave (laughs) extra hold. I have when, one outfit of that. It's me, and I think it's first day of seventh grade. It's a matching outfit that is a like a hoodless sweatshirt with matching sweatshirt material skirt that kind of looked like a poodle skirt, but it was made out of sweatshirt material. Was that like and an Esprit like outfit? And pink. Yes, it was. Yes, it was an Esprit yeah, outfit. Yeah, I had Benetton and Esprit. That was the two. Yep. Mm. Now, when Hall, when Hall and Oates hit hit their big bamboo phase with all the swirly and the weird patterns yeah. and everything, I had those types of sweatshirts and stuff. Oh that yeah, I wore to everybody school. loved those. Weird... My brother had them too. Nice. Yeah, and I still have a sweater that I was in a picture in my high school senior yearbook. I still have it to this day, and I still use it. <laughs> wow. Anyone else do anything fun the last um, couple of weeks? Um. No, I've been kind of a prisoner of my home just because I've only been still going to work like half days and coming mm-hmm. home. So, which you have, which leads you me, have that house you have the house arrest ankle bracelet on still. <laughs> I probably should. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'll go out on Friday and Saturday nights, mm-hmm. and then I recover on Sunday, and then I work Monday, and you know it's awful. So, which leads me to my little first little thing I want to say is I've been watching a lot of TV, a lot of movies, a lot of documentaries, a lot of Netflix, everything you can imagine. <laughs> so mm. I saw in my TV guide a couple of weeks ago something that I was like, oh, I've got to watch that. But it was like two weeks away. Well, I forgot about it. So I was sitting on the couch last night. And we couldn't find anything to watch. And I said, wait a second. I think I earmarked that page. So I go and I look for the TV guide on the table and look and found it. And it was on Showtime as a documentary. And it's about the Go-Go's. Melanie, Ooh. do you know the Go-Go's? We got the B. We got the B. Yes. <laughs> and I used to be, like, obsessed with them. Like, before <laughs> they were, like, we got the B. I like when they were their punk rock LA phase. Like that. And I, yeah, yeah. But I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was, like, that hard. Belinda Carlisle. So, yeah, but I didn't realize it was mm-hmm. that hardcore. So the first, like, 30 minutes of the documentary Belinda was, like, Carlisle was in the Go-Go's? The, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Y'all, it is, like, the and it's, like, almost two hours long. And it is totally worth the watch. It's called The Go-Go's, and it's a Showtime documentary. You can, like, Google it or whatever. Amazon Prime probably has it on there now. It is so I saw an interview with them. So good. I saw an interview with them talking about, talking right the night they debuted it at some film festival. Yes, and they did so many drugs. I mean, I knew that they did drugs, but they did lots and lots of drugs. And I was like, because, you know, if you look at her when she was, like, when they got into, like, Cruel Summer and all that, they went more pop. But if you go back when they all started. Cruel Summer was Bananarama. Not Cruel Summer, Vacations. Okay. Vacation. Because <laughs> yeah. we got the beat was like they're the one that took them, you know, going. Then they toured well, people, with the police. Well, and then when they were well, on tour with the police, the police came in and brought champagne. And they were and like, cocaine. what's this for? And they're like, you're, you're, <laughs> probably. And uh, 
they were like, how does it feel to be touring with us? And your album just surpassed us on the charts. I was like, how cool is that? So anyway, that's, that's my, awesome. that's my, you've got to watch that. Uh, you know, there's their song. Our lips are sealed. Yes. They're not talking about their face lips. Nope. Nope. And it was a personal song. Nope. And I think the, what's her name? Janie, the little short headed squeaky one. I think mm-hmm. she actually wrote that. Jane, Jane w- w- Whelan or something yeah, like that. And oh yeah. She, Jane yeah. she actually, um, yeah. her guy that she was seeing that he had a girlfriend and they split up and started talking again. He would mail her lyrics. And one day she decided, well, I haven't written songs in a while. So she took those lyrics and she put the music to it. And that's how she came up with it. And that was like, their like hit. Oh, I was wow. like, that's kind of cool. Yep. Cool. Oh. Anyway, that's my got a yay, yay, yay. So awesome. I'm sure I'm one of many that had the crush on Belinda Carlisle. She was always I did. So, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I still do. Totally. She yeah. she oh, looks yeah. so pretty too. The, she still looks good. Yeah, she still in the looks documentary, good. you're like, she's real pretty. Yeah. Right. Anyway, before I say my second thing and take up more time, uh, Melanie, what did you do this summer? I mean, this <laughs> wait. In the break, it is still summer. It is. It is still summer. In the break, in the within the last within the last two weeks. uh, Yes. Yeah. Anything? I was I was just about to go to the beach, wasn't I? When we recorded last. Yes. Yes. I did go to I did go to North Myrtle Beach two weeks ago, and man, that's just yeah. And how is Myrtle? How's Miss Myrtle uh, doing? I don't know how Myrtle is, but North Myrtle is awesome. Kicking it. Mm-hmm. And mostly, I don't go down there for like the nightlife and anything. That's like a byproduct. I go there to sit my ass on the beach, soak up that sunshine, and get in that warm water. That's what we do. Are you soak? You pulling a Cheryl Crow and soaking up yep. the sun? And besides that, I've just been working, kind of like Sarah. Me too. And even when I'm not working, I'm at home working. So. Basically, yeah. Um, Half days. The only other thing that I wanted to say really quick is just like a little bitty shout out before we get started. Because when we first started our podcast, a friend of mine from high school, him and another guy from high school that I went to school with, they started a podcast. And oh. so I was like just talking to him one night and I said, you give us a shout out. So I just thought he forgot because we had been drinking and talking. and da, da, da. <laughs> He didn't forget. Anyway, he, he messaged me last. No, he didn't. He messaged me last <laughs> week. And they have like a million episodes because they only do like, they say their the podcast is called Give Me 10, G-I-M-M-I-E, okay. 10-1-0. And um, it's just these two guys and y'all, they're funny as shit. I grew up with them since kindergarten. They're real funny. They both have kids. They're married, but they're like laid back and they just joke and they're real sarcastic. But the whole podcast is really not about anything. It's about current events, dumb things, pop culture, other podcasts, Netflix shows that you have to watch food, fantasy football, and what to Ben watch. Like they go from one thing to another every, so, so cool. you catch like every third, every third one I do Fun. enjoy. But if you listen to like the first couple, you're kind of like, it's kind of like us at the beginning. We didn't really know <laughs> right. what we were doing, right, right. but you get in after like four or five episodes, you're like, oh, they're funny, you know? So he messaged me last week and he said, Hey, I did give you a shout out just so you know, but we're going back and edit it because John said the wrong name. I said, what are you talking about? He said, we said the right podcast, but we said it was about Dynasty. I said, you dumbass. He goes, we went back and edited it. I knew it was an 80s show, and I knew you liked it. And he goes, I got the wrong one. Sorry. We, we're going to edit it. I told him you said the wrong thing. <laughs> so they're going to edit it. So right now, if you try to click on it, it says, like, unavailable, because they're going to go back and edit it and then repost it. Gotcha. I tried to hear it, because I wanted to hear what he said. Yeah. So get their, na- get their name wrong this time, and then we'll get them right next time. I know. But it, I will say that, like I said, it's give me 10. 
it's my friend Jim and John from high school, and they literally are hysterical. And they have little kids, so they're still in that, um, like, oh, shit, you can't say that in front of, and they repeat everything. And so they, yeah. tell, they tell funny, like, it's just, they're funny. Like, it's funny. And his wife is hysterical. So, anyway, if you get a chance to listen to Gimme 10, it's funny. It, you won't get it at first because it's weird, I guess, like, best friend humor. But then as you keep going, it turns into, like, they really do talk about, like, you know, they love the, um, what's the Tiger show? Tiger King. Okay. They had a whole episode about oh, yeah. Tiger King. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So it goes <laughs> on about everything. That kind of so. reminds me, I guess you could say something what I have done this summer. Um, my best friends that live a couple towns up, we've been getting together like the whole time. Like the through through COVID. We've been I mean Yeah, we did there's too. been there's been You've been in a COVID pod. Yeah, there's been a, yes. there's been times where we've quarantined from each other. Like if I went to the beach or something like mm-hmm. that, or if, if we heard of somebody testing positive, then we'd like stay away. But it's gotten to the point now where we're like, well, we know each other's hygiene habits and we're, it's, I don't know, it's like a level of comfort where you don't have that if you're just like yeah. out somewhere. We have those people, yeah. Yeah, so what we've been doing the last couple of weeks is, do you guys know that show, Drunk, Drunk History on Comedy Central? Yes. I love that it, show. I, love it. I think that it just got, got canceled. canceled. I was pissed. It just no. it just got canceled, like, last I did week. Not, my brother's going to be pissed. So I really, no, hope, I really hope Derek Waters finds another network for it because Comedy Central sucks right now. Yeah. We need to do a petition because that's yeah. exactly good. Net- Either Netflix, Netflix or yes. Network Hulu. Netflix. Netflix or Hulu Anybody. or whatever. Yeah. But so that show yeah. makes me happy. They had enough following. They could get on a, a, like a Netflix or because something. Because I so, number one, we would get like shit faced on Friday and Saturday nights and do our own versions of drunk history for each other. <laughs> oh geez so, yeah i can totally say that i got it i've got a Drunk few videos Dallas. that brought me to my mm. next part i was if, if uh if this show was still going on and maybe maybe i don't know the powers that be out there somewhere i was wondering maybe we should email like Derek waters like the host of it and be like hey w- would you do a special episode and have like guest hosts and we can do like an hour about dallas <laughs> like three different stories seriously and like basically yeah we narrate it and then whoever would act it out i don't know i would love to josh henderson needs work (laughs) well yeah (laughs) mel why don't you email him right now josh henderson or Derek waters Josh Anderson. I could like, be like, hey boy, this is Melanie from your favorite podcast. Could be like, you want to come on our show? Like, Who's this crazy bitch? Right before we get to the episode, I just want to like say that, uh, so we got an email from one of our listeners and she reviewed the episode. Um, she sent us a review and that is, her name is LaShawn. Um, she goes by Isis, um, on Facebook. And so it's a lengthy, review so i'm just going to when it if it's like naturally comes to it and there's a part that fits in i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna share some of her thoughts sounds good from the email but Filter thank you the, so much we, for so weave them, in, weave them in and out of our discussion basically yeah yeah i'm gonna do my best it's our first like big well i guess it's our second really um time someone sent us a, a review of an episode so uh we will We'll do our best, LaShawn. Thank you so much for sending it. Yes. Thanks, Isis. All right. So 
tonight we are reviewing season three, episode 17, Paternity Suit. JR, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Don't let anybody in here nowadays. Hey, you cool it, boy. I just want you to know, JR, I'm going to nail you. Haven't you noticed? You got to be a man to play in my league. No, I'm busy. I'm wrong. Oh, JR, I think you're a little rough on him. Take away a man's dignity and he'll do almost anything to get it back. History's not going to repeat itself. If I go down, I take JR with me. What's this? Cliff Barnes has initiated a custody suit. He's got to be out of his mind. He's asking for blood tests to prove paternity. Now, one thing for sure, we can't kill him. But I'll guarantee you one thing before we get through suing him, he'll wish that he'd never messed with us. You've got to do something. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. If these tests embarrass me publicly, and it's proven that Cliff Barnes is the father of that child. I am going to get the quickest divorce in the history of the state of Texas. And you, my dear, can walk the streets before I'll give you a dime. It was written by Lorraine Dupre, or Dupre, sorry, Dupre, directed by Harry Harris, and it aired January 11th, 1980. Harry Harris, what a name. <laughs> Harry, I know, what? <laughs> It's, that reminds me of the uh, the old singer Harry Harrison, uh, who I don't released. Know who that this, is. Yeah, he was some old, old time singer. That some someone that my father would have listened to growing up. That, hmm. What kind of music? Ago. Like big band. Yeah, basically into Crooner? that era. Gotcha. Yeah, cool. that, uh, Harry Harris. That sounds like some something out of that era too. Uh, this episode was number two for the week behind Ooh. the Dukes of Hazard. Old Dixie Here's an interesting note. Get out your baked goods because Jordan Lee's wife was referred to as Sarah Lee in this episode. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't even notice. With an H. And <laughs> nope, S A R A. Mm, nope, sucks. And <laughs> in episodes 113 and 299, she's renamed Evelyn. Oh. So did Jordan get a different wife? No. And also Maybe. in this episode, she doesn't come to the party because she's, she's home in bed, bed pregnant. pregnant. Remember, she's a lot younger than him. They read oh. they no, they referenced it somewhere else in another I don't remember which one it was. I thought we talked about this. But she's like so yeah. especially like a lot younger. Hmm. Oh, and a okay, and a little uh on Harry Harris. He directed episodes of Gunsmoke, The Waltons, Magnum P.I., and Marcus Welby. I love Magnum P.I. And won a 1982 Emmy Award for Outstanding Direction in a Drama Series for To Soar and Never to Falter episode of Fame. Ooh, I love Fame, too. Fame. Fame. I, lo I, I love the song from Irene Cara. Mm -hmm. That's all I have. I'm going to shut my pie hole and stick some bourbon in there down the chute. <laughs> yeah. It's so hot Who out here. Start? Uh, JR is on the phone uh, with Alan Beam. Yes. <laughs> and I, laughing I, evilly. I like, I, like, I like the shot. It pans up from Sue Ellen's picture on his desk up to his cowboy boots and just slowly goes up. It's a ni nice, nice pan. And it tells us that Sue Ellen is going to feature prominently in this episode. And she does. <laughs> it's kind of like foreshadowing. Yeah, he was real excited on the phone telling him. And then he called his dad and was like, it's a TV show. He said, I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, you're going to want to watch I, this. I'm working. I'm working, damn it. So then, 
oh. it almost immediately pans to we figure out that um, Alan Beam was talking to Jr. about how Cliff is now bankrupt because now Alan Beam has to go tell Cliff he's bankrupt. There's no more money in the fund. Guess what? Your TV appearance tonight is going to be your last one. It's mm-hmm. your swan song, mm-hmm. which is uh, the name of another episode. Later and when I was line. listening, <clears throat> when I was listening to their conversation, I was like, "If we didn't know it's this already, if we didn't already know, this is where we find out that Cliff is liberal and the Ewings are conservative." Right? Yeah, I feel like we figured that out like a little bit ago, definitely. but it's if definitely we didn't already know, but just listening to Cliff talk about, you know. I think Alan Beam says something about your supporters can't wrestle up that kind of money. And I was like, okay, he's talking about mm-hmm. like the underprivileged, like, you know, the people right. who could only give him like a dollar or two. Like the little kid that came down. Yeah. He's a $10 exactly. here and there ain't going to cut it. Yeah. Yep. And Alan basically tells Jr. like, I right, did my job. Right. So well, it's nice that we're talking about that on what today is uh, primary election day. As we talk about a little bit of Massachusetts, politics. maybe not. Anywhere else that I knew of. Where? Oh, yeah, the primary election today. Not here. I thought we already had the primaries. We, we, we had our primary like a long yeah. time ago. Alan Beam is not wearing that suit, by the way, with the chain, and he's not chomping on the pipe in this scene. In this scene. God. Yes. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Cliff is beside himself. Yes. Because he's, he's totally blindsided by this entire thing. And he, he's just like, like he thought that it was going to be like, it was all smooth sailing. And then just the bottom falls out for him right there. Like just as he's going on the air, basically. Somebody got to them. Somebody got to my people. Oh my God. It was J.R. Mm -hmm. Ewing. It had to be. It couldn't have been anybody else. Yeah. And he's he's not not wrong. wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, he was like, we'll get some new supporters. And he just has like this hope. And Alan's like, no, we won't. There's, there's no way. There's ten dollars here and there is he, not going to cut it. He's wearing the rose-colored glasses, thinking, oh yeah, we'll just get some supporters. Just you right. know, he's blindly going, oh la la la. Because I think he can't even get his like brain around it for a second. No. because he was just so in a good place, and he's just like, wait, what? Yeah, and he like tells him this, and the guy comes in and says, it's time to go on air. So he literally mm-hmm. has to make that decision, walking from the dressing room to the table to say, right. Which looks like a cable access TV mm-hmm. studio, for God's sake. KGIM it really or does. KGIM, yep. Yep, and you can kind of just see it. it's like they're counting down like five, four, and Cliff is just like, fuck, what do I do? I don't, I have to decide right now. Yep. And so he has to, he has to decide right there. But he's like, I noticed he said, I noticed he said, this time, I won't be able to this time. Mm-hmm. Like he's right, optimistic right. that he'll get to do it again. But in the back of his mind, it's like, it's got to be JR. It's got to be JR. Got to beat JR. Got to beat JR. Got to beat JR. The mantra. Gonna, right. gonna and, get him. And, how many, and how many times can he dip to the well? He had his first campaign screwed up. He has this campaign. Go, you What's know, the definition of insanity again? Doing the same thing over right. and over again, expecting different results. I mean, as long as JR Ewing's alive mm-hmm. and you're running for something in. He's never going to let you have it, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Never tap dancing on your grave. No. He's but, afraid uh, that and we still, idiot, quote unquote, will get into some kind of power. Mm-hmm. And if you if you listen carefully in the background, you can hear the sound of Cliff's campaign button hitting the floor as Alan Beam tosses yeah, it he to is. the ground. It was so yep. sad. Bye bye. Yeah. Nice and then in the meantime, Digger and Pam are both watching the TV show. They don't know this is about to happen. They see it and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, what happened? And the wi- like, 
and then right. and then the, the women at South Fork are watching. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss Ellie has a statue next to her chair of a dog. <laughs> it's, never, it's never been there before, has it? I don't think so. I've never noticed it before. We need to go anyway. back and it's look just a random, pretty big statue of a dog. It's really? probably it's probably one of the dogs that are running around barking at South Fork. They're just mysterious. Or somebody vanished. paid him to put it in the shop for that one episode. <laughs> Or like, ooh, the Ewings have it. I've got to have it. Or maybe it was like Barbara Bel uh grandchild made a sculpture and art class. Oh. And, oh, we're going to put it on the set for an episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, we've done our part. Take that piece of crap home next week. Okay, not only the next day. <laughs> so then, uh, and the Ewing boys are basically sitting there twisting their mustaches. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then Sue Ellen, at first she was sitting there like, I don't know, Miss Ellie or Lucy, somebody made a comment. She's like, some people deserve to fail. Right. She's a bitch. You you know what? She was being a bitch because she was taking this dick about a year earlier. So, (laughs) Uh I mean, yep. So, you know, if you, if you really want to poke fingers, yeah, if you really want to poke fingers, Sue Ellen, you didn't have have one bit of problem with him sticking his penis in you and thinking, mm-mm. right? Which is like uh, the whole anyway. reason behind this episode. <laughs> hey, I made mistakes um, before too, but <laughs> Cliff is Cliff is drilling Ewing one and expecting it to become Ewing Barnes two. one. No, wait, Ewing three. What was Sue Ellen's license plate? Wasn't it Ewing three or Ewing four? Because JR was Ewing 2, Jock was Ewing 1, Bobby's 3. Well, I'm, not ta- okay. I'm not talking about cars. I'm talking about JR being the oldest son. Oh. Right? So drilling Ewing 1. Whatever. Wife oh, one. oh, oh. I was looking through a box to buy a mayor's certificate for something the other day, and I found my fucking mm-hmm. Ewing license plate. I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my car. But I'll, I'll take a picture and post it tomorrow the next there you day. Go. I, have, I have mine in, in the back window of my car. Love it. I don't have any. <laughs> well, you did one. Um, so Bobby actually feels a little bit bad. Like he feels yeah, a little bit bad. He's not going to the Cattlemen's Club. That's as bad as he feels. Like he's not super. He doesn't feel super bad, but you know, a little bit. Bobby is usually Switzerland. Like he's always in the middle. Right. He's trying he will, to be. He yeah, will, yeah, he will stick up for Jr. But it's when it's against people outside of the family. Which right. is what the Ewings do very well. Yeah. They come together against the outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so next, uh, LaShawn says, I love the scene when Dusty calls the ranch. He is bold as hell for that. Love. Lucy suspiciously <clears throat> hanging around while Sue Ellen talks to him and then waiting around to see what lie she cooks up. LOL. Yeah, I put Sue Ellen makes some lame ass excuse to get out of the house. Lucy knows she's full of shit. Yeah, Lucy's uh-huh. mouth says it all. Yeah. Well, that but was Paula Sue Hamsley's husband, Roger. And they're throwing a surprise birthday party for, party for her down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I mean, go down. look, kudos for Sue Ellen for being a fabulous liar and coming up with that right out of her asshole that quick. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. seriously, I mean, that was like quick shit. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. But I will say, though, Lucy is not stupid. She looked right at her. Sue Ellen stared her down. They had an eye to eye, and then they both did that, uh-huh. like, sassy smirk and walked off. Because they both yep. know she's fucking lying. Now, Miss Ellie, oh, honestly, that's so me. I don't think Lucy can blame her, really. She knows exactly what her uncle's no, like. No. She's Let, like, I think Lucy, get you Lucy's some. like, do it, man. Do it. It's going to yeah. fuck over JR. Do it. Yeah, go on, she is. Go plus, on. Lucy, plus, Lucy's a whorebag, so. <laughs> 
Right. It, it goes hand in and hand. She doesn't need to be the only whore bag in the house. Yes. Right. So then... So Dusty, Dusty's going to be at the Region Hotel in Fort Worth, Suite 17 at 1. Okay, question. Trivia. They usually say something like Suite 1701 or later in the episode when they go to the 3550 building. It usually has a meaning behind it. Okay, I didn't Google it this time and look. I don't know why, but Suite 1701. It was never shown, but he specifically said it. I know he said it to tell her where to go. But I'm just saying, usually they give numbers like that. Remember that one time, Josh, it might have been Mary. There was something they said, and y'all were like, oh, it's this this premiered on da-da-da-da-da. And then that number oh, right, correlated. Right, right. So I just like, it's kind of like a trivia. Like, I wanted to see if 1701 yeah. has anything to do with this episode. Or this, somebody's birthday, or the date it aired, or... Right. I don't know. So yeah, I know. Trivia. Like, in David Lynch, in David Lynch's thing, he always has uh, all the numbers add up to like certain amounts in everything. See, that's, yeah. that's how I am. It's so, an OCD thing, and I totally. So, if I was a writer, I would totally have like encrypted shit in all my shit. Well, so that's yeah, what I'm saying. Another one of my favorite shows, Bones. Um, they have mm-hmm. four forty-seven show up a lot, like on the clock or room number mm-hmm. or something like that. It's always four forty-seven. I don't know if we ever we I don't know if we ever got to the bottom of that. <laughs> but four forty-seven. We will though. We will. We will. <laughs> we'll all figure it out. Let's all Google this shit yes. tonight. So this is my first number of the episode yeah. was seventeen oh one. The other number will come later. I've already said it, but we'll say it again. So okay. 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 All right. Okay. So, so trivia. All right. Yeah. Let's pop over to the Cattleman's Club and see what's going on oh, down there. Now huh? the cartel Celebratory wants in on the Asian leases. Andy Bradley. Oh, right. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Lee. Now they want in. They're like, JR, when are you going to let us in on that sweet deal? And he's like, motherfuckers, I gave you the opportunity. You turned me down. I mean, basically. The cartel is fickle yeah. as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They will go whichever way the wind blows. Exactly. And JR's like, well, you know, you had your chance, but. And then who comes in but Cliff? That, uh-huh. that is, Barnes character. Yes. He was like, I'm going to do a thorough investigation. You scared off my supporter. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He pulls a Sue Ellen. The maitre d' goes, oh, he's a friend of yours. He's a friend of yours. <laughs> and then he just walks off. I don't know. He didn't even and then walks away. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't let Mr. Young say yes or no. He just goes, oh, okay. <laughs> he just walks away. And I was like, like you're good. And he's, sta- he's standing five feet away at, yeah. the, at the bar watching the whole thing unfold. Yeah, like, and if you notice, people behind them like, start seeing it up like they're going to like defend JR, <laughs> like other patrons. And the wives are like, no, honey, no, sitting them down. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's going to be a brawl. Cliff is it's like, a bar. <laughs> well, JR's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, he's like, yeah. Which we, which we noticed in the dove hunt. Oh, yeah. he, he, he didn't. He didn't, he hid behind the, uh, and then he smashed them. He just, oh my God. Yeah. Cause well, Cliff is like, I'm going to nail you. Like I'm going to take, I'm yep. going to take you down motherfucker. And, and not in a sexy no, way. Not in a sexy way. And, and then we get the jock cock pose. That's like jock cock. And he yep. says, take away a man's dignity. He'll do almost anything to get it back. And, With the jock cock. Jock cock and pose. JR's like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. JR has not two fucks no. to give at all. He doesn't have not any idea how nasty it's about to get. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. J- JR says, uh, I'm surprised you're not a better loser with all the experience you've had. He always <laughs> says those low ass digs in. Oh, yeah. 
And JR's uh, jocks, uh, yeah, after that line, JR goes, Well, no, he can't touch us. Oh, he doesn't have to touch Ooh. you. Uh-huh. It's somebody he touched about a right. year and a half ago. <laughs> With and his penis. penis. He did. <laughs> With his penis. His peepee. Of and his little, his little clip hands. Speaking of women who impaled the penis, here's Sue Ellen finally with Dusty. And she's going to seal the deal this time. Right. And LaShawn says she looks sugar sharp. Oh, I like Lord. that. Sugar sharp. All I had to say was, motherfucker fur coat. I love her fur coat. I want it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that is what mm-hmm. I want. I love me some fur coats. Lots and lots and, of stories. And, and, and I'll Dusty, tell them later. And Dusty's line of scarves. Okay, I said ascot. This one was and the red or orange ascot, ascot, I think. God damn it. Okay, and did y'all even hear this fucking porno? It was like, yeah, but that door uh-huh. opens and it's like, wow, 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 wow. It's like, it, it's the Sue sexy music. It is. Sue Ellen sassy. It, and it, it almost yeah. favors the, like Josh said, the uh, I'm, I'm private investigator trailing you music. Yeah. But it goes more into like the sassy <laughs> sexual saxophone uh-huh. side. Yep, yep, and yep. a little, yep. wana, wana, a wana, sexy wana. sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very pornographic. Can I ask what the hell is up in this goddamn suite with all the freaking plants and that couch? <laughs> the couch is awful. He got it's the just this brown suite. The couch <sighs> needs to be set on have fire. gasoline poured on it and yeah. set on fire. It's exactly. like a brown like, and white flower print or something. Like who, I don't who was it? Was it? Was it? Did Bobcat Goldthwait light something on fire on a talk show once? I don't. I don't know. But I don't know. But look, this is in the. In the 1980s, this probably was like the presidential suite. It had everything, mm-hmm. no matter how totally. gaudy it was. So just in the that, gaudier, the better. And and just just the second time I've seen him in a hotel, and he's trying to like fancy her up with all this like fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. It just makes me, and you can bleep this out. Cannot wait till we meet. Mm. Yes. That's it. yes, so we can bleep yes. that out. But that's but, what it makes me think of every time he starts to like not be rodeo and like show money. It makes me think of uh-huh. whenever they go there and da da da. Yes, it makes me happy. He's showing the it's benefits. Just, he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm rugged, but I, I, I got money, so. But I can take care of yeah. you. That's what he's saying. Like, I'm he's rugged, like, rugged, but I like, can buy you mm-hmm. shit. And I can ride you like the, the, a rodeo whole, horse. And the ba- Sorry. The whole scene <laughs> is is weird. She walks in with the friggin' fur coat. He's got the ass on. She looks like she's walking into a. A jungle with a with a with a couch that needs to be set oh. on fire. And oh, she's walking to it in the jungle, mm-hmm. and she's the liar. Yeah, right? yeah, and, he, and he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be diving into her jungle later too. So oh, head first, head first, head first. <laughs> he better be doing a head. First. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways. Well, did Jr. ever do it head first? Well, why do you, that's why Maybe. we discussed that um, she was always going back to him. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. So then. Oh, I have to send you my man. Uh-oh. Cut to. Digger's drinking, you guys. Digger's drinking. And Deborah Johns from the Dallas Press shows up. Woohoo! And that's where she gets her story oh, and has a tape recorder. She's like, click. Digger. It's so old and loud in 1980s. And what does Digger let slip? A bombshell. 
He's got first. Yeah. It's going on about Jack Ewan stole my fields and Jack Ewan took everything from Jack Ewan. He's like, he took my oil, my money, my daughter, and now my grandson. And, my and she's grandson. like, wait a minute, I didn't know Pamela had a baby. He goes, not Pamela, Sue Ellis. Pamela, Sue and Ellis. She's like, but that's J.R. Ewing's son. And she's like, I's. I'm sorry, what? And he's like, the she's hell like, it is. The hell it is. <laughs> My tape. Let me, flip, let me flip the tape and start recording now. Wait, yeah, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and as Lashawn says, oh, and the grits sure do hit the fan, the pan now. The grits hit the pan now. <laughs> yeah, yes. which I've I've never heard that expression before. Yes. <laughs> the, the, then, then, then Cliff comes. Yes, and he corroborates the story. Yeah, which yes. he didn't even like take a a beat. Like he just. Mm-mm. He's like, like fuck it all. Yeah. I don't care anymore about no, anything. Yep, no, because he's coming. He's fresh off of his uh, public mm-hmm. uh, spectacle at the at the Cattlemen's Club, and his dignity. Yeah, yeah. He's, he does. He, he just he brewed a whole pot of tea, and now he's just pouring it all out for <laughs> to that reporter. And, at this point, and there's a lot. There's a lot of tea. And at, is it caffeinated or decaffeinated? It's caffeinated. Oh, it's caffeinated. At this, point, <laughs> at this point, it's not even proven. It's just speculated because nobody knows for sure who's at this point. We will at the end of the episode. At this point, we don't know who the father of baby John is. Right, but Cliff, Cliff is pretty damn sharp. Like he's, he wants he, it to be. He thinks that he 100% thinks it's his yeah. kid. And so I think similarly. Nobody's <laughs> sure. Who, nobody's sure whose seed. Sue Ellen, the egg. Okay. No one really is, but they think they know. Let me put it this way. In it, Sue Ellen, she knows. She knows. She's, I know she knows. And even though I'm not a mother, they say, you know, even as a woman, you just know these things. She knew the minute she saw him whose child that was, but she's trying to talk herself out of it. Or it's Ray it. Krebs' child. It's <laughs> Ray's. No. Okay. <laughs> I think if she knew who the father was, She'd be less worried. I what I think so too. Maybe, but, but she, there's always the chance that she could be wrong. You know. All right. Right, which means she doesn't know. But then this brings me but, back to this. Okay, I, as I watched the episode, I don't know why I didn't think about this before. But if I was really like having an affair on my husband, and I got pregnant, mm-hmm. and then there was like a uh, 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 like you're not you're like a fifty fifty sure either way, mm-hmm. even even mm-hmm. what your gut feeling is. Would you not go to the doctor and just go ahead and get the blood work done and then tell 100%. Cliff, yes. the one that knows about it already, and say, let's just make sure right now. Go ahead and do it. So exactly. Then asked, yes. I would have done that. Uh, how old is he? Seven, eight, nine months ago? Uh, that's with, what a full, I with a full done. head of hair. He's like, like and, six or seven months old. Seven months old? With, that full, yeah. Yeah. with a full okay. head of black hair. So then you know you're about to get fucked, but, but she doesn't know. But she's going to wait until he comes in the middle of a fucking cocktail party. Sorry, go ahead. Sue like... But she doesn't face her problems. And I think that's one of Sue Ellen's whole deals, is she just hides from it. She'll just, like, God. bury it, drink but it, it away. If she had done what you said... We wouldn't have this episode. True. True. But and I like, like that. I think, True. I think and I know that's the script. I, I know. know. And I, I think she's I think she's known, but she she hopes she's wrong in a way, if that makes any sense. She knows like deep down she knows, but on the surface she's like, I'm you know, I'm so confused. And she I think that she would much rather it be JR's. I think that she just to make it I mean, easy. If it's Cliff's right, because if it's Cliff's baby, she's fucked mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. 
Yeah. But, but she so didn't she think was she was fucked until later when he says all that. Then she knows she's But fucked. she's also you know she's like, also mm-hmm. scared at the same time. Like it's not just her baby. It's either Cliffs or it's JR's. And either way, either or Ray's. either way. Oh. <laughs> no, no, it's not Ray's. Either way, it's Ray's. Could, either way she's fucked. Honestly. But how could you not be like the whole nine months or seven, eight months this child's been alive? How can you not be like, oh fuck? Every day. Like waking up saying, right. like, whose baby's daddy is it? Like, I would just go get a fucking right. test. Like, I, right I when you too. thought you may have had a problem. Sue Ellen lives in a different world, though. That wouldn't have made though, for good television, said. though. That's true. No, Mary's right. She doesn't it face her problem. That's part of it. And, no, nobody right. faces their problems. Bobby and Pam don't face their problems. They, I they, do. They, so at the head on. And, and if people face their problems, it, like they, you said, it wouldn't be good television. It would just be, oh, Okay, that's my problem. I deal with it. Okay, over. Five minutes. Okay, yeah. let's, so, let's go on to the nightly news. Okay, so when next. I, I, the last comment I made about this scene where the reporters tell, talking to them about it, I said, I like how none of them even think about Sue Ellen at all, just getting back at JR. It's going to ruin her life, right. too. They're like, yeah, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. And I'm just like, dude. It's going to ruin her life, their families, their families, the babies. The babies. Uh-huh. He does. He just thinks about revenge. But Cliff lost everything. He has nothing left to lose. Yeah, he does. He feels like he's already lost it. The best thing for her, though, is that it's Jr.'s child because then she still keeps that Ewing money and the privilege and the name and blah blah right. blah blah blah. And she right. still thinks this is going to happen. He's got a hold on her, though. At, at the same time. Oh yeah, he he's, he's he's got her by the yeah. titties. Oh, she's only. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The whole that's her problem the whole time was that JR's had a control mm-hmm. and she has not been able to do anything on her own. Another it's use frozen. another use newspaper with the Ewings on the front page. Oh, yeah, again. Sue Ellen wakes up in the morning and in Fort Worth. And it's both of their three pictures. Like it's front page news again, twenty four hours later. Barnes claims you and Dusty has it. <laughs> yeah, and Dusty has a new ascot on. It's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> And then he thinks he's about to get fucking laid. And then she runs out. She's like, I've got to go. I've got to go. <laughs> Poor Dusty. He's never going to get that puss. He thinks he's riding uh-huh. Sue Ellen's mechanical bull. Well, no, this is this exactly. is the next morning. Again, but yeah, because they've know, already done it the night leaves. before. Yeah. Okay, then why did she bring a suitcase and have the same outfit on? I thought they just had drinks and stuff. Oh, no, they were having coffee, though, weren't they? I like how he says, is there anything more that I can get you? Okay, Which so it was the next he morning. He gave her quite... A lot. Yeah, he already gave it to her. <laughs> oh, he okay. gave her the nope rope. The, he gave her the nope rope. That's right. He gave her the... Uh, maybe, the su- uh, da- one? maybe the noodle. suitcase was full of... Yes. Sex toys. <laughs> toys. Maybe the suitcase was... Toys oh, and, I mean, why me. would you not bring... It was bring full it? of lips and chains and toys and toiletries. Why would you not bring a spare change of clothes? Yes. At least maybe she brought a spare pair of underwear or whatever. <laughs> because if she was actually right. still getting her suitcase to walk into the den and leave and get back on the plane from New Orleans. She, she's she, going to return home to South Fork in the same outfit? That's fucking stupid. You're asking to get caught. Right. She, You're ask, not a good cheater. Ask, ask she calls, ask him, from, yes. she calls ask him from the main phone in South Fork. She's terrible at all of this. <laughs> she's so right. bad Sue at Ellen it. Sue Ellen is the worst adulteress ever. <laughs> ever. Terrible. <laughs> Shit. It's like she's trying to get caught. She probably... She probably has douching material in there to clean herself out so she doesn't have Dusty's DNA on okay, her. Okay, first of all, I'm not even going <laughs> to go one into... of us had an open mouth. <laughs> no, I don't even know what that is. Do you have zippers? 
<laughs> you do have sisters, don't you? Not only that, nobody does that anymore. It's bad for you, FYI. But this was this right, was it 1980. Did it then. She probably it is bad did it then. Oh, it is. No, in the 80s, this was 1980. Totally this was this was yeah. the, in the 80s. It was totally normal. Yeah. Bad. But, yeah, that's awful for you. <laughs> anyway, nobody does it now. They just walk around with their STDs for God's sake. Josh, sense. that is literally not how it works. But that's okay. On the next episode, yeah, that's, of, not, how that that's not how it works. <laughs> oh hey, we need that podcast. Um, okay, so that was. <laughs> Page so, right now, and bolts. Yeah, I, I, w- I would love yeah. to have copies of these newspapers that they had as props. Me too. That would be amazing. Be I so bet cool. they don't exist anymore. I wonder, if it, I wonder if it could write somebody. Hmm. Who would have? Is any of that shit locked up in the vault somewhere? somewhere? Maybe. I bet oh, JR has on them. On the MGM lot uh, somewhere in a prop the, box? The Ewing Estate probably had them. Didn't he have like a um an, like a like an auction after he died? Larry Hagman? Well, when... The, when when they redid the Brady Bunch house, they found original set pieces in tra- in storage trailers at Paramount. So exactly. Anyway, okay. So then it goes to South Fork. Jock is pissed. He's yelling about the paper to Jr. Mm-hmm. Gonna sue his ass. Bobby well, says yeah. Pam went to talk her talk some sense into Cliff. Right. But and and Jock is not even questioning it. That, this is what I find actually pretty um Nobody did. Surprising. I mean uh, N- nobody's questioning it. Everybody in the all. room knew except for Lucy, Jock, and Ellie. But right. nobody's and it's questioning like, it. Read the room, Jock. Because everybody's literally really? standing in there kind of like side eyeing each other, like, oh fuck. And like Jock's not reading the room one bit. They did not I don't read the understand room. these kids and what they're doing. I don't understand what's going this on. This is defamation right. of character. No, it's not. She's a slut. She's like, she's like, truth is on our side. It's like, uh, uh. and he's like, Do you have anything that would make it? She's like, nope. <laughs> And she was so quick to answer, and I'm like, God, she's a good fucking liar. Bobby Jr. is a good liar, right? Bobby knows, Jr. knows, Sue Ellen knows knows. because she was there. Pam knows. Yeah, and Lucy goes to and Lucy. Pam goes to see Cliff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She. Lucy's just like, this is really interesting. Sue Ellen yeah. wants to ignore it. Of course she does. She doesn't That's want to dignify does. it with a... Uh... Yeah. No, no, no. Right. That's true. Even she, as a, I guess as a society wife, she knows how it... I just had one thing really quick. Before Cut said that, yeah. when Pam goes to Cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jock could have said anything, but he says, well, we can't kill him. How did that even fucking come up? I mean, right. I, I, well, he, he said, he's, that's crazy, he, he goes straight to he you, said, he, No, he said back, him, he, he, said back in his, he said back in his day, they'd kill people over something well, like he, this. Well, that's what, that's what there's a skeleton on. That was his point. He said, if True. he would, he didn't understand why JR wasn't defending Sue Ellen, of course. And he's like, if anyone had said anything about mm-hmm. your mama like that, I'd have killed him. Mm-hmm. And, he was like, oh, again, read the ring. Oh, dad. And Sue Ellen's like, uh, what, well, that's, yeah. And I mean, he should have regardless. I mean, in public and then berate her in private, you know, like they did back then. And 
Now we just do it in public. <laughs> <laughs> at least if now we're like Fuck at you. least defender in public, you know, like in front of your dad and stuff, you know, dumbass, you just be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna kick his ass. We're gonna we're gonna show him what's what. Right. You know, right. instead of just being like, oh hey. god. If this goes to trial, it's all it's all gonna spill out all over the floor like like never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. Never mind. Dirty water. Yeah. Okay. You love that dirty <sighs> no, water. Don't you? Gonna it's gonna spill out like Cliff all over the floor after he came out of Sue Ellen, but anyway. But he oh. didn't oh because she got pregnant. <laughs> never mind. Episode right. two of right. literally not how this works. <laughs> all right the cut to cliff's house right pam goes over Lashawn says pam 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 i don't even know why you bothered to go over to cliff's you know nothing you say ever works with him right he never listens to you and he and digger will always have a vendetta against the ewings although this time cliff has a reason yet he doesn't because he went after them first true but she also goes over there to try to say you're not thinking of sue ellen you're not thinking of the baby you're about to bring down right. this entire tire it's always about you and yeah, jr isn't it for god's you sake guys. Yep. you're not thinking of anybody else and he's like i can't see him which is true that might be my baby i can't see him so right. which is also you're, true uh, right i get it but, but you could do it a different way mm-hmm. He could have gone to JR right. privately and said, look, I'm about to bring the fucking shit down to you. You let me see this child or I will bring it public. Like that, that's what or, he could, he could have mm-hmm. just threatened him. I mean. And why couldn't we have gotten works. a DNA test then? I think, Cause thank Cliff, you, he's just thank operating you. on pure emotion right now. It's just pure yeah, emotion. It is. And, and I get it. I get fuck it. You, fuck Cliff is a, hot, a little bit of a hothead here. He's just not processing. He's just going for it. Oh, wait, wait. But I will say. The only two things I wrote for this scene were Cliff says history is not going to repeat itself. He's he's just quoting his dad, and this is going to go on forever and ever and ever. It goes on generation. And I know this is like the basis yes. of Dallas, so I get it. Oh my Jesus, <laughs> my dogs are fighting. Sorry. And then the other one I put is Pam's pissed because of what she said. She said you're only thinking about yourself. You're about to wreck two entire families you're not thinking of anyone but yourself especially not this child and cliff still has those blinders on like you said he's he's acting on emotion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so exactly that's all yep that's sarah's spiel for the day (laughs) yay (laughs) i'm a little drunk so sue ellen comes into the office and Kristen takes a few little digs uh yeah she's all like oh Oh, poor Sue Ellen. You're like, ugh. Like, I can't believe, who would say such a terrible thing? And she's like, you'd love it if all that were true. Wouldn't you? You don't really know Mm -hmm. JR like you think you do, do you, Kristen? My only comments were, Sue Ellen comes to the office, Kristen is digging in her ass. What a fucking bitch. And I said, sassy bitch, shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) That's all I said. It's true because she has to throw those digs in. She wants so Ellen to know that she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry you're my sister. But I really think you're a fucking whore and I know it's close baby. That's what she's thinking. And that's what she's trying to make Sue Ellen like, you think he just tossed me out. Put it in her head. And and then you can swoop right in. Well, you don't know. I'm like, you think you do. And then just sashays away. And I love it. She away. away. She has a similar thing with Lucy in that they both like to 
take their snarky little digs and stir the pot. Except right. It's true. Kristen is more of a, what's bitch. the word I'm looking for? Bitch. Kristen is vindictive. Lucy is just... Right, and Lucy just does it for her own little amusement because she has no life and no she, friends. She's almost like but a high Kristen's, school drama sassy. Lucy bitch, thinks it's right. funny. Kristen's more vindictive. Kristen's vindictive. Right. Yeah, Lucy, Lucy literally has nothing else going on, and Kristen is just vindictive. Vindictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kristen Lucy is more gets her ple- herself. Lucy gets her pleasure just watching people react to her poking at them. Right. Yeah, and Kristen right. gets her pleasure that's the only out of way watching she gets people attention. suffer. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yes, Lucy, go to California, yeah. visit your parents. Yeah, you know, Kristen, go away. You're serving no purpose right now. Then okay. we come to our one of our favorite, favorite, favorite supporting cast members, George O. Petrius, Harv Smithfield. I love Harv. Harv Smithfield, and Every- he's having a field day. Every scene he's, he's in. He's absolutely giddy about this lawsuit, isn't he? He's like, <laughs> he is. He's so excited. <laughs> yes. He's just like, let's sue him for all the monies. Ha ha ha. We'll go for $500,000. Like, then we'll do punitive damages for a million, he's like, we'll which go will okay. end his political ambitions okay. forever. <laughs> exactly. And my, my first thought was, okay, that's a shitload of money anyway. I'm poor. So shit, I am middle class all the way. Okay. But in 1980, Five hundred thousand for suffering and mental anguish, and a million dollars for punitive. That will fucking bankrupt somebody twenty times over. That is a lot of money for nineteen. Totally right. So, and what yeah, would that lot. translate to today? Is the about question it. about four million? Forty years about later. four million. Ooh, I'm gonna up. guess. I'm gonna guess four million. Which Cliff what does it? not have. So we're, he we're have one point five, no one point five million total. Yeah, in nineteen eighty to what it would be in two thousand twenty seven million. How are you close, determining that? Four. An inflation yeah. calculator. A calculator. Yeah. Oh. And, I, and I, okay. in my mind, when I was watching, I was like, well, that fucker's, that's like $4 million now. I mean, I could not come mm-hmm. up, even with like paying a monthly payment for the next 30 years, $1.5 Cliff with his little condo. And that's what I'm little, saying. No I way. just, I was like, that's just, you're just asking to put somebody under or force them to like kill themselves. Honestly. Right. So right. Honestly. Right. But he's I mean, so excited like a, about it still. Because he thinks he's, yeah. And how terrible he's all. How terrible would that be if Jr. took him for everything he had, and then the baby ended up being Cliff's, and then he kicks Sue Ellen out, which he would obviously do, and they would have nothing. They would have nothing. He destroy. He would have destroyed. Ellen would resent him so much for that. Oh yeah. Like she. Well, Never talk to if the ba- if the baby is Cliff's, then then she would get right. child support when she left. So what? child support what? For if child he has support no money, one million thousand dollars. <laughs> one million. No, if she left Jr. Went to Cliff and took the baby. Oh, he no, wouldn't no. get it. She wouldn't get any child support because not if not, Cliff was the father. She would get the baby. Yeah, yeah. Cliff, she, yeah. Right. But, yeah, she'd be fucked. Yeah. Okay. No, right. So here's here's what's going. Here's what's we're breaking this down. You I don't know, care whose baby it is. She needs to leave them both for Dusty and take the baby it, with her. It's raised. <laughs> totally. He, high five, Mel. High five. It's raised. So, Fuck off. It's not raised. So well, baby, is, put a little baby ascot on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We should have, ascot I think we should, next, have a, uh, we should have a fashion show and model the JR ascots and the Dusty ascots. No, just, Josh, you're going to wear a safari outfit. I'm going to wear the next ascot on the... Okay. Next podcast. Yeah. But as Harv points out, 
Sue Ellen is the one that's name has to be signed to this lawsuit because it's defamation character against her. She's like, right. uh, she has a, and she and she doesn't want to no. do it because she says, "My mama always says that a lady doesn't dignify some of this by responding to it." And Jock says, "Jr., tell your wife to sign the damn papers." Right. Fuck well, you, Jock. He, he tries. Like, no one wants any of this, but him. he tries to agree with Sue Ellen at first. He's like, "I don't know, Dad. I think Sue Ellen may be right." Blah blah blah. Like he doesn't right. want to do like, it. Let's just kill he this. Knows. Nobody he wants thinks. to do it, but Jock. Yeah. And because everybody has their fucking blinders on and they are like, oh, this could not ever be true. And they're like, you guys, no, we're subconsciously trying to tell you this is a bad fucking idea. We don't want to open this can of worms. Listen <laughs> this to is us. A bad fucking idea. <laughs> this is a bad fucking idea. No. And they're just like, no, let's sue this motherfucker for everything's got. And they're just but like, nobody is going to go right. against Jock Cock. Nope. <laughs> no. He's the biggest. Nope. No, 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 so JR, JR did not drive into the office. He rode in with Jock in the Continental, as we saw when they pulled into the soundstage driveway when they got back. We had the ugly, the ugly wagon that Sue the Ellen pulled. The fucking wagon. Sue Ellen drives up in her own car. But, the fucking wagon. Yeah, but Jock and JR come up in the, other, in the Continental. Why could they all have gone in one car? I don't know why JR read with, I don't know. But right. did you guys notice when they were walking in the house that about they were about to turn the corner and JR grabbed her arm like like that? Yes, he, like, he, was, arm and he, was, he was like, hold up, we're about to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, she's fucked. I mean, I knew that was coming. Yeah, and That's JR, behind the scenes. And in the nursery right in front of the baby, yeah. He says, well. No, he doesn't know. Yeah. He grabs but, her the arm, they go in the nursery. He blames her for everything and... None of this yeah, would have so happened if, if you hadn't been whoring around. And, whoring around. And she's like, and it's like, whatever. You're the one whoring she's around. Like, you're the bigger the whore. Fuck? You know what? I bet Jr. has a lot of <gasps> Ill- illegitimate children. Oh, I'm sure he does. Okay. And it's just like, take some goddamn responsibility, Jr. God, J- he's J- such a yut sometimes. Jr. Let's, why can you do it and she can't? Jr. Let's look at right. let's look at the count here. You had because, um, the patriarchy. Because she Thank got you. pregnant. That's <laughs> J- the problem. Jr. Let's she let's look, look at this. Let's look at this since you were married here. You had Julie Gray. You had. Yeah, he got caught too, had, and he had, doesn't care. You had. Uh, but there's like literally no uh, proof of it. Like John Ross. He considers that his right. Yeah. He um, considers it his right to be able to fuck around no, he, and that he she does. His property. He had as well as his property. A mini in between. Then who's that hooker girl? Yeah. L- Leanne Reese. Serena. Serena. Okay, yeah. And he, pro- he probably had Leanne Reese at one point. Uh, oh, the, the, yeah, he did. Has he had yet? No. And okay, sorry, no. <laughs> Spoiler! He had, Everybody um, has her. Spoiler! <laughs> he, had, he had Brian Dennehy's woman down there in uh, Waco. Right. Wanda. Right. Garnet McGee. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the list is long. Garnet. So Garnet McGee. And Sue Ellen has walks away. Yeah. And Sue, Ellen, Sue, Sue Ellen has 10 to, 10 to 1. 10 yeah. to 1. And, right. and she just happened to get right. 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 fucking shit. And, and she's like, the whore? She's yeah, no. the whore? Right. Jair is the that fucking is whore. whore. Thank you. So, so even Josh being a man, he's having the feminist right now. Yes. 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 Yes, yes Josh. Jair is the man whore. <laughs> Is what he is. He is, but yeah. he's just. We don't even have to preface it by man whore. He's yeah. just a whore, and yeah. she's just like, and he doesn't care. He he gets pissed. He, no, he doesn't because he's 
thinks this is goddamn right. His zipper he, is broken. He walks out of the room. broken. And, she, and his jump, jumbo is hanging out there. So he gets pissed, tells her she was holding around. It wouldn't have happened because of that. He walks out the room. She picks up the baby and he's like, oh, it's going to be all right. Like, here's my beautiful baby. I don't give a fuck. Here's my baby. She's like, and her she eyelashes are on point. Her eyelashes, are, yeah, she looks so pretty mm-hmm. holding that little baby. Yeah, the make yep. the makeup is great. Eyelashes. That little baby has a goddamn full head of hair. Josh, uh, even though the baby is not related to Larry Hagman, he looks like Larry Hagman in that. I was born with a full head of hair. I was too. My son was. So then, we skip to Cliff's. Cliff comes in and his okay. His legal counsel is there. It's his college roommate, right? Barry Lester. Right. Right, 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 and right. he says, Cliff, is there any chance that Alan Beam was in on this? And he's like, no, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff's not great at uh, re- like. He's, like, he's like, no, he hates JR he, just as much as I do. <laughs> he's engaged mm. that you and girl. Well, that uh, JR hates that. Mm. Else. Well, and right. then, so what's, um, what's his next, he said his next move is he's going to get tri- Cliff to try and get, uh, for paternity to get custody of him. Yeah, it's 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 while he's there that Digger answers the door and the papers are served about the oh, yeah, defamation yeah, yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah. And he has to prove paternity. Yes, yes. Which Sue Ellen thinks is indignity. The cliff is all right. for it. But that was like the best idea to him. He was like, hell yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, he's like, Let's well, we haven't it. gotten to Cliff's. Um, I'm Cliff. Sue Ellen's reaction yet? She she goes back to tell Dusty everything first, and he kind right. He kind of calls her a slut, but not really. She's like, "How many of these little affairs have you had?" And she's like, "Wow, you're wrong." Right? Oh, yeah. Anyway, he, he that does, was pretty harsh. Yeah, but half five he, Sue Ellen. She's like, "You don't know how he, wrong you are," and then she just mm-hmm. fucking walked right. out. I'm glad she stood up to him. Goes, I, I thought I, I thought I was rescuing you from you a bad are. marriage. Right. You yeah, just were. I don't need but rescuing, motherfucker. I chose you. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't need rescuing. Wait, she rescuing. did. She chose him. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, fingers. And he's just laughing out. And, he's mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I said, and I said, another ascot. Uh, different color. So then this is where Harv shows up at breakfast to tell them about the paternity suit. He drove all the way there to say it was. Yeah, but one, th- one interesting thing that I like what Dallas does is before, before as he's pulling in the driveway, JR is out, you know, serving himself some breakfast. And the writers, they drop a little tidbit about another storyline. Oh, Jordan wants in on the Asian Wells. Well, we knew that. Okay, hear that. That's, that right. seems like a throwaway line. I didn't hear that. But, but f- file that away. Right, yeah. And that, that's what they do so well. They just, they like to remind you that these other things are going on. Right. And it's not all about this one mm-hmm particular yeah. situation so right. they plant the seeds and then we're going to come back to that later right 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 and uh so they want so that he says that you know like he's countersuing you so we have to do a paternity test and suellen is just like never like, never and then she's like uh is this uh humiliating or it's something? degrading i, I won't do it she gets up and runs away right, and miss right. like jr right. and he's like oh yeah i, go I better after her. go see what's wrong I better go see what's wrong and then tell her that if this is true, then they're going to get the quickest divorce. And but Miss Ellie has to like remind Jair to go after her. She's like, uh, you should go after your wife. And he's like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. 
I'm, and then when I get her, I'm going to tell her that if uh, Cliff is the father of that baby, I'm going to get the quickest divorce in the history of the state of Texas, and you will mm. be penniless for walking the streets, you bitch. No. Yes. Well, 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 uh, Jr. So, if it isn't, if it like, isn't the consequences of your own actions. Right. Mm. I like that. Um, and that scene, like she, like Swellen just keeps going to John Ross and like doing stuff with John Ross because it really does seem ba- like baby John, little John. Sorry, Ugh. baby John. Yes. Little yes. John, it's the, it kind of seems like it's the two of them, Suellen and Baby John, against the world, mm-hmm. really. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Now, now we go to the doctor's office, which today seems like a walking breed of the coronavirus. Right. It, it's the clinic. It's so it's, there's a, no it's, physical dist- There's no physical distancing. There's an old guy coughing all over the place. Do you see Larry Hagman's like reaction to that guy coughing? He was yes. like so, he was so <laughs> disgusted. And he, oh, and he's like, it is, it is the clinic. That, that's what he it's does so well. It's the free clinic, literally. Mm. They brought them to the free clinic so that JR couldn't buy yep. off the doctor. And it, which I get. Yeah. And he's like, I don't understand. And JR does not like to be, you know, he doesn't like to be around me. He's immortals. like, he's he like, doesn't I don't like understand it. why they had to bring us down here. And she's like, well, obviously they thought you'd bribe the doctor. And, and she was so funny when she said it too. <laughs> obviously. She was, well, obviously. And he's like, well, I just don't want the baby getting exposed to all these germs around here. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that, and that's trivia too. The 3550 building. Yes. I mean, no. I just think it's odd. I mean, I know they do. They just show like out shots, but it was like, it's just odd. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's, it's, but so they have the blood. It's just a blood test done. And then, and then was, are we in the, are we in the store with Miss Ellen? Yes. We don't, we we don't, we don't know which store it is because they didn't show the outside. I would assume it's the store. It this like, is the, it this like is the funniest. Yeah. This is the funniest scene in the episode but it to me. Like this this cracks 21. me up. It looked like Forever Twenty One. It's what it looked like. All I put here was <laughs> right. the DOA bitches. I know that was great. I, I, I put DOA awesome. bitches too. Dark haired Merrily. but for, first Lucy is like, um, yeah, what the hell is she wearing? Because Miss Ellie wants no part of it. Lucy, then, yeah, uh, that red dress she really wants, and Miss Ellie's like, oh hell no. Uh uh-uh. uh, we're not getting that dress. I, I didn't know what it was. It looks like a feather bow. The way she was holding it, it looks like some feather boa out of Elton John's wardrobe closet. Yeah, I think 70s. it was. A, I think it was a a push your buttons to her grandmother dress for a little bit. Oh, it, to- it totally was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miss and Miss Ellie said, "Well, that has uh, limited usefulness." Uh. <laughs> I just put snotty ass Mary Lee, Ellie Ross. as well. I, I I love this little exchange. She goes well. Didn't expect to see you here. And Lucy goes, well, where'd you expect to see us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Hiding. Yeah. The, and that really just shows like the Ewings are like nerves of steel and yep. they're not going to fucking back down. They're like, we're goddamn Ewings. Don't you try to fuck with us. Yeah. Miss, Miss Ellie ain't taking that shit. Mostly from Mary right. Stone. And she's like, cocktails before. Like I was like, that's awesome. I know. Yeah. And Mary Lee and Linda, as we learn her Linda name Bradley. is. Yeah. Linda Bradley. Linda Bradley. They walk away and they they seem shocked that. I know. They would be 
they would be entertained. They would even be out in right. public during a scandal like this. And Ellie oh, Lucy don't no. give a fuck. They don't. Mm-mm. And also, Ellie ain't going to let her wear that dress. Uh-uh. No, I know how. Linda Bradley didn't even like the dress, so I, okay. you know. I said something about the dress. I mean, honestly, I'm with Ellie in this. Like, that dress was me, pretty no, awful. Me too. And Ellie even says, we faced worse scandals than this to Lucy. Because she was like, you're awesome. You're awesome, Grandmama, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And this is Miss Ellie once again stepping to the plate, showing that she, in many ways, is the true leader of that family. Yeah. Oh, she got a miss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. And it will, it, it comes Queen up. Queen Miss the, Ellie. It will come up at the breakfast table the next morning, too. Mm-hmm. She'll show that again. But but more first, we have that wonderful scene between Sue Ellen and Bobby. Oh, my God. Bobby's dra- drank it. it alone on the porch. Yeah, on the soundstage porch. And Sue Ellen comes out <laughs> not thinking anyone's out there. It's very, Literally like, twisting her pearls. Yes, literally. And she's, he asks if she's okay. Test results tomorrow morning. But my favorite, he was like, whatever the results are, we'll stand by you. Like, that's so sweet. And he says that they're family and that's good enough for him. Right. And that really, you're going to, as the years go on, it's just laying the foundation for a strong connection between Bobby and Sue Ellen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, I'm sure whatever's going on at South Fork right now in the present, Bobby and Sue Ellen are as close as they were back then. Right. And that was the, that was the beginning of it. And I, I love Linda Gray no matter what scene she's mm-hmm. in. But I put in, in this yeah. very scene, I said, Sue Ellen, Linda Gray, very upset. I said, you see her very real, very vulnerable in this scene. She, it, it was like a true acting scene. I mean, not that she hasn't before, but like right. it, it was just really, it was more real to me mm-hmm. in this scene. And I love oh. her and Patrick together anyway, Bobby. But like even when he put his hand on her shoulder and she held it, like it's a different, it was a different chemistry and you mm-hmm. could see it. It was vulnerable and it was real. And she looked That's just so my, pretty. I thought so too. Her she makeup, did. her outfit, everything. Yep. The breakfast table the next morning, no biscuits are being thrown. No pee-pee trails. If anyone has seen the blooper reel. Pee-pee trails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what are the results? Both guys have the same blood type. Uh-oh. Right. So, Uh-oh. And oh, like, oh, yes. Full pun intended because it's blood uh, type Oh. So JR's like, well, that means we won. And, and Bobby's like, ho, ho, ho. Tom, your tits. No, it doesn't mean you've won yet. They've got to send you for more sophisticated tests, which we now know as gene marker tests. Mm-hmm. And I said it's pretty yes. sophisticated for 1980. Technology. Ooh, ooh, technology. Yeah, but for 1980, like, that's pretty much the shit right there. I even said that. Did I not? Gene markers. We're getting in, into DNA, motherfucker. The early, early days of DNA. Early long days. Be, long before CSI. Guys. That's pretty good for 1980. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sue Ellen just says she doesn't want to go that evening. And Miss Ellen says, nope, we're all going as a family. And we're going to show them that the Ewings are united. Which I think is yep. smart. Right. And that's, yep. once again, Miss Ellie stepping to the forefront and leading this family. I mean, yeah, exactly. if I was Sue Ellen, and I'd want to hide right now, too. I really would. Uh, yeah. JR right. tries to intimidate the doctor, he's and the like, doctor no. is not having it at he's all. He's like, the 3550 building, again. He's like, I can Sue agree Ellen to be impartial. Yeah. Uh, wait, the doctor's wait. like, yeah, huge pass on that. 
Well, well, doctor, we just want to get this thing over with. You know, it's it's putting a strain on my wife and and the baby. Blah blah, blah. you know, blah 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 blah. And so I goes, how long do we have to put up with this indignity? Couple of hours to up to three weeks. I was like, that's a big fucking window. And he that says it window. just depends on I which mean, test hits. But in an I mean, right. hour-long series, right. it's going to hit the first time. And it does. <laughs> right. That's and it right. Does. And it, it does. does. Right. It hits. But Digger, Digger doesn't like doctors, you know. Nope. No doctors. No mm-hmm. doctors. And he's, he's excited because Jock Ewing's finally going to lose. Hold your horses yeah. there, Digger boy. The results aren't yeah. in yet. Yeah. No. Nope. Hold your jock strap. Yeah. No, wait, never mind. He has a digger strap, not a jock strap. Kristen is flirting with Andy Bradley. Gross. Let's go to the party at the South uh, at the and South Fork. Kristen, at the Kristen South the Fork. slut. Jordan Lee's wife is on bed rest. The company is really Merrily Stones, and her daddy is not around anymore. So she's going to take over Stonehurst Oil. Um, Alan has his pipe. His pipe has returned, but he's wearing a, a more sophisticated suit without the little chain. And I, uh, yeah, and I called Marilee a snarky bitch here too. Yeah, she's uh, being a bitch. But is she a To be in their out. own house and be like, did I tell you who the father was? Right. I'd be like, bitch, you need to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause she, cause she feels like she's got the upper hand in this situation, yeah. and they, they're just like, no, we're like, they put her in her place really quick. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Doa, bitch. Doa, well, bitch. Doa, bitch. <laughs> this is my, this is like my abridged, quick rundown. Okay. Yeah. I put Southcore cocktails. Kristen's dress, love. Jordan Lee, oh my gosh, so cute, love. Mary Lee's hair, what the fuck, <laughs> love, love. Sue Ellen's dress is my favorite. Yeah. Pam's dress is horrid. What the fuck? It looks like my mom's robe from 1982. It does. Uh, Love Lucy's dress. Pretty good choice. Mary Lee's dumb bitch-ass mouth. What the fuck is she thinking in someone else's home, especially the Ewings? Mm -hmm. And that's it. So until the next scene. Then they got a phone call. Harv is on his way over with the results. And I was like, at the fucking cocktail party. Can you imagine? But I I guess... How how I guess you should have known it was gonna be a good news if he was coming to your fucking house and you had a cocktail party. Well, he kind of pulled the family into a room separately, but still, why would you do that? I don't know. I was like, they oh, could have right. broken out into a fight there. I mean, <laughs> he didn't pull them into a room. So they were literally at the. They were in the foyer. In the foyer, separate room, like the middle of the, the party. Rest of them didn't hear yeah. the rest because they were in the living room. But I'm sure everybody knew what the fuck he well, was yeah. doing there. They're probably. Right. Like, like this, right, right, right. whatever they were right, uh, but but be- before that, Sue Ellen, um, she gets called from Dusty. We haven't gotten there yet. They just said that Harv was on the way. So then Sue Ellen oh, gets right, the phone call, right, right. and Lucy's like, "Hey, blah blah, that guy is on the phone again." But Luke, but, but we miss Sue Ellen is contemplating drinking. Oh, the only yes. reason yes. she didn't take a drink was because Lucy came in and told her she had a phone call. Yes, because because Dusty came to the rescue. In a, exactly. In a I think that is, I think it's like a white um, knight on your fucking horse. Sue Ellen's black dress in this scene is super it's hot. Fire. It looks like an, a Halston dress. Like, I love, if I could find super a dress hot. like that right now, that is the dress I wanted I would, last I, year. Totally. I would my, buy it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dusty, Dusty apologizes. It's like now, because he was being such a dick in the last scene, and now he's just kind of like he—he's like, I was jealous. It's like, yeah, I was being and a dick, and I'm sorry. 
Good for you, Dick. And and I was like, oh, Dusty, that's the Dusty I love, and I will keep you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is the kind of man a woman wants. You could get mad at me. Yes. You could shout at me, but whenever you know that you're wrong, you come back and say, I've had time to think about it and calm down. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. If I'm not wrong, I'm not going to fucking apologize, but I'll talk to you about but, it. Yeah. But if I'm wrong, but, I'm going to tell you I'm wrong. Are there I will, any of them left out pride. there? About 2%. It just proves that, like, Dusty is a... He's just... I think the thing about him is he's just... He is really self-assured. Like, he knows who he is. He's sure of himself. He knows what he wants, and that is Sugarland. But at the bottom line is, is that, like, he doesn't need her. He wants her. And he's just really... That's a good line. Self-insured. Yeah, yes. that's perfect. He doesn't need it. her; he wants her, and I think that she feels the same way. She doesn't need him, right. but she wants right. him. There is a connection and a chemistry, and they're going to yeah. be bound. And yep. it's like this kind of yo-yo right now, you know, mm-hmm. right now maybe or maybe not, but it will grow over time. And I think it's a little bit opposite with Jr. because a lot of times Jr. doesn't want her, but he does need her because she yeah. has something that he needs. Yeah, right. Sue Ellen is his status. I mean, it, that yes. is his arm candy, his beautiful wife, Miss Texas. Mm-hmm. She's prim mm-hmm. and proper. She's dignified. She knows how to act in his society. He can't it's take very, one of his hookers to his, to the Wolf Baron Ball. He it's can't very, do it. It's very JFK and Jackie O. Or very, Jackie very. Yes, it's very he, much. He's, right. he's yes. sticking his dick in everything, and she is... Miss Grace in the public eye. Mm-hmm. And, and he doesn't want to lose her, but proper. he doesn't want to share no, her either. Because he can't lose her. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And like like JFK, you know, he was screwing the women. And Secret Service would say, oh, Jackie's coming up the front door to the White House. And they'd slip them out the back door and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but, so anyways, finally, JR walks in, yeah. kills the spell. Sue Ellen has to hang up the phone. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And he's like, Harv's here, mm-hmm. you know. So, right. and it and, and it turns into an episode of like Haralda, like a Maury Povich. Oh my god! Right and here. I, I love, I love Giorgio Petri's delivery here, letting the suspense hang in the air as he lets the results drip out of his mouth. But it's got to show Alan Beam's. It's it. got to show Alan Beam's pipe before the show. <laughs> yes, because he's smoking in the goddamn house. Like, have some class. He looks like a him. fucking weirdo. Like, what the fuck? He is like a weirdo. Thirty-two years old. What are you fucking doing? Uh, right. God damn it! Ugh. Hey, at least, at least, at least the beamskin rug wasn't out. Does Ellie know that he she that he is smoking in her house? Because I think Ellie would kick his ass. I don't she does know, not like smoking. She's got to smell that crap. She's got to right. smell it. She's there. Right. She's I just want to punch Alan right. Beam in the nutsack. So, anyway, <laughs> drum roll, please. There's no doubt about it. JR. You are. You are. You are. The daddy. The daddy. That's right. The daddy. And here we and go. And then Duke has to make a toast and make an announcement to the whole fucking cocktail party. And it's the first time we hear the name John Ross Ewing. John Ross the third. Ewing. Ewing the third. Yep. JR's son and my grandson. And then it pans to Pam. And she looks so fucking sad. She leaves. Yeah. Yep. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because she's worried about Cliff. And I, I get it. Be, but I mean, mean, it was like, she was like, Murr. I got to go in my red robe over my brother's house. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Lucy pipes up, I was really starting to believe Cliff was telling the truth. <laughs> You're like, ugh. Kristen, and Kristen pissed. Kristen's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because she thought she had it made. That was her ticket. Uh-huh. That was her ticket. It was, into her, ticket. The, it was her one ticket. Into South Fork, yes. And well. Sue Ellen slaps down Jock and JR and says, I'm dropping this lawsuit because it's my name on the... And they did not like it, and she stands up right. to Jock. She said, don't you see? Yes. It's the only gracious thing to do. Gracious thing to do. But she, you know, she's fighting with Harvin JR, but then Jock, but then That's she even responds smooth. to Jock. Nobody stands Sue, up to Jock like Sue that, Ellen and she did. on a pair of balls in that scene. She did. She's, she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they couldn't really argue with her after that. They were just like, she was, no. she was just like, you like, know They what? don't need the money. They don't need the money. And what did she say? She's like, obviously the man's suffering from delusions. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. why are we even, which, let it go. Which my thing is, I think Pam was already sad. And then, and then Jock, I think said one of them, he's a liar. Was Jock, he said, now we, well, now he knows a liar. Yeah. You know, and I know Pam as that being her brother wanted to say, look, this may be not his fucking kid, but he's not a liar. She fucked him 17,000 times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. And I right. feel bad because she wasn't going to do that to I would have loved if she, I would have loved if she had said that right in I front of Marilee Stone. And I would have too. But, DOA uh, she bitches. Did that, but she did it for Bobby. <laughs> Bobby is her husband and his family. She did. She kept her mouth and shut because she's dignified. She wouldn't have shamed Sue Ellen like that either. No, I don't think so either. No. That, that might've happened on Yellowstone. Yeah, it would have. It would have. Because but, it's going to, okay, this, uh, Sue Ellen is going to find out in the next couple of years just how much of an ally she really has in Pam. Exactly. And I'm going to leave I it love at that. that they, I love that they, I love that they grow. They grow. And, and a, even an ally in Lucy in a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I really, I like the way that that, the, the women unity grows mm-hmm. in the next yep. couple of seasons over certain yes. Things. I love that, but a lot. So then, are we at or at Cliff's? And Cliff is yes. like, "Well, shit, he's not my kid." She's like, "Have you, have you heard well, the news? What are y'all doing?" Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> I heard it, and then and then he said, "Jr. gets it all." He goes, "I'm he'll yeah. have. They may ever have other kids, and I will never, in certainty, ever have a child because he's afraid of the disease." Right. It was his. He sees it as his one shot to have a kid. And, it, and he was right. normal and he was healthy, so he thought. Yeah, because yeah. he, he had passed the he had passed the six month and mark. He's, so he's like, Jr. Yeah. must have gotten to the doctor somehow. And Pam goes, No, he didn't. He's no. not your son. She's like, You know that that's not. And he's like, Lula. And she yeah. goes, But don't you? What did she say? Don't you? Aren't you glad that this innocent is innocent little baby isn't gonna isn't is healthy isn't gonna, or something like healthy, that. Isn't going to yeah. die or something like that. And he's yeah. like, well, yeah, yeah. but she, sheepishly he says it because he doesn't want to look like a total ass. Yeah, right. Yeah, and but then, you know, then everybody leaves for the party except we get to the scene that puts the episode over the top. The best damn yep. scene ever. Such I a good scene. Too. No because, words. Yep. What it does, a lot of shows, right? And a lot of shows before then that made villains, Mm -hmm. they were all villains. There was no qualities redeeming exactly. And this also turns the JR character because now it's his mama and daddy, 
and his son. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think in my mind, he did treat that child like it was his child. But now that he knows for certain, it's 100%. And so you saw how he picked him up. He rubbed his head. He touched his cheek. I was like... The eye contact. Yes. He just makes the the eye contact. And then he put him on his shoulder. Like Larry a, Hagman nails it again. Like a dad would do, it's like a, a real dad. I, I said it's a huge I sigh of relief. I got tears in my eyes watching it. I did it. too. I said it's a huge sigh of relief for him. It ends perfectly. Could not have ended this episode more perfectly. Larry Hagman is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that was my exact word. Because he, he was a real life dad. So he just had to yeah. go into real life dad mode, picking up my child for the first time. And I wonder. And he was certain it was his child, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And we will never hear him call the call the child the little bastard again, or the kid, the, or the baby. Or the kid, the, yeah, right. he says Ross or whatever. Well, he doesn't say anything in that scene. No, I'm or, mean later. Forward, it's oh, later. John Ross. But yeah, but just the we wonder how much of what happened in that scene was in the script versus Larry going off script and just adding to That's it a good on question. his own. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm sure we, he we've, did we've more. Discussed how, we've discussed how he has that way of just doing... I read in the Barbara Curran book that he rehearsed it a lot. Really? It's in there. Oh, I, I did, yeah, I did read that too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it show, I mean, he was brilliant in that scene. I mean, just it was perfect. everything he conveyed without words was just... Uh, yeah, not um, one single word, not even like... Uh, I love you. Anything. That's some Barbara no. Bel Geddes shit, man. It, that was. And that's some pretty high well, We need. We need to. We need to uh, do a, a a bonus drink here just for that. Uh, scene. That's right. We haven't done any drinks this episode. I'm out of. What do you pretend? I'm out of drink. Sorry. Okay. Pretend, Mel. Uh, to, look, 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 to, look, look. to old Larry Hagman. <laughs> <laughs> Larry I feel Hagman. that feels almost sacrilege to fake toast to Larry Hagman. What the hell, Melanie? It Here. wasn't a fake. You just haven't. <laughs> liquid in it none but mary was Um, there any last comments from isis on the episode especially about the last scene yeah i know there was let me look there has to Um, be okay she says the last scene gets me every time all caps First, John Ross is just the cutest little guy. Yes. Those juicy cheeks. <laughs> little cheeks. <laughs> and then JR holds his son for the first time and giving him that kiss on the head and a hug. Oh, man. And this is how you know he has always hoped John Ross was his boy. He would have been really heartbroken if the test proved otherwise. I'm sure of it. And I'm selfish. Too. I love the father and son moment. But the jr sue ellen shipper and me wanted the three of them to have a moment yeah wishful thinking we don't I need mean, a moment too. like that till next season oh i wasn't supposed to tell so it wasn't really child says, she also says i love season two this is hands down my favorite season of dallas and paternity suit is one of the uh, my absolute favorite episodes cannot wait for d- divorce ewing style another fave season it's not my favorite season but it's one of my favorite episodes this yeah. season two or Same. three, depending on how you number the seasons, uh, right, 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 right. based on, right. you know. So wait, so... Original season do, two, now season three. So what about when Ray, is he not the father? Uh, no. <laughs> you are not the father. Oh, uh, Mary, the next one is yours, is it not? I am so excited. Yes. Jenna's return, and we see season I Howard have a lot to it. say. 
I have a lot to say. Okay, I have a lot to say about that. And the next one, Sue Ellen's Choice, Second Thoughts. Yes. Divorce, yes. All these. Now, I'm not really They're so good. About like John these Trump. episodes are. Yeah. The House Divided, I'm good at. Uh, season I'm a Jock's Trial Part One and Two, and the Wheeler Dealer, not so much. But the next uh, four episodes, I'm stoked about. So we're good. Yeah, five yeah. bourbons. Sweet five. And zero okay. zero bourbons. And nothing. No. <laughs> and it doesn't need anything to go with it because it got five bourbons. Ooh. Okay. Well, wow, okay. me not so much because oh. I don't ever give five to anybody except a couple of episodes. This one is a 4.85 for me, bourbon. Oh, my God. And <laughs> Sue Ellen's fur coat. Fuck yeah. And I had to do two Sue Ellen's balls for sticking up to jobs. I like that one. Nice. I'm going five with a positive paternity result for J.R. Ewing. Nice. All right. All right. I did, I did a 4.8 and a sexy black dress. Oh, I love that dress. Oh, my God. Shit. On a shingle. I just spilled my wine. No. Yeah, oh, no. Just a little bit. It's okay. Just a little bit. I didn't need it anyway. At least it's not red. At least it's not red wine. Ah, <sighs> yeah, no. But now my butt's red, all right. Red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking. Oh. Oh, yeah, oh, Neil God, Diamond. That was a lot of wine, too. So next week, we're reviewing Jenna's return. With a new face. Yes. With a new face. Yay. Um, yeah, and I liked that episode even more than I remembered that I did when I rewatched it. I haven't rewatched it yet because I made a I, fatal mistake in the right, second season early. of watching Too Far Ahead, and then I was trying to bring yeah, in yeah. things that weren't in episodes, and I'm going to no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to rewatch it just because. But I see when I was in Michigan at my cabin, we have like an old school. TV with like the wood cabinet <laughs> and um, we have a VCR and a DVD player hooked up to it so I brought my DVDs and I watched Dallas on that t- and it just looks perfect I'm going to post some pictures to our Instagram of watching Dallas on that old set I think I actually already did like film like the, mm-hmm. the intro and yeah. I put it on our Instagram yeah, and cool. it just like that's the way Dallas should be watched and I wish I had that TV at my house because I'd watch Dallas like that I used Every to have time. one of those console TVs. I love it. Thank you for joining us on the Ewing Barbecue. Please join us next time. Um, yes. And catch us online. Learn all the things. You know where to find us. Yes. Facebook, uh, Instagram, so- Twitter. Yeah. And right. other any other form of media that hasn't been invented yet, we're already there because we're that forward thinking. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That's just, right. Just Google right. us. Ewing Podcast. Ewing Barbecue. Ewing <laughs> Barbecue Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Bye. I don't know our name. Bye, y'all. <laughs> y'all come back now, you hear? Good night. Next on Dallas. You handled yourself very well at the meeting this morning. So I decided it was time to give you a real workout. We'll leave for Paris tomorrow. There's already enough distance between us. I don't like the idea of adding another 5,000 miles. It might do us both good to be away from each other for a while. Well, if you really believe that, you're a fool. Who's that with Bobby? That's Jenna Wade. She's an old and very dear friend. Just like old times. Except then you didn't have to go home. I'm not sure there's a reason I have to go home tonight.